I'm Alec Lace. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Welcome, everybody, to episode 325 of the podcast. I am happy, as always, to be here with you. Thank you for stopping by. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please get over there and bang that subscribe button. You do not want to miss all the action that's coming your way right here on First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, I have a fun and creative guest to bring you guys today. Sergey Urban is the creator of the Dad Lab. He began the Dad Lab on Instagram, where he features some cool science experiments that he does with his kids. He has grown his YouTube channel to almost 1 million subscribers and has over 3 million fans across all of social media. And with everybody on lockdown right now due to the quarantine, there is no better way to keep your kids occupied and engaged than by trying out some of his easy-to-do science experiments. He never uses any sophisticated equipment, just pretty much stuff you could find around your house. He also came out with the Dad Lab book, available on Amazon. The link for that is in the show notes. Uh, Sergey is originally from Latvia. He now lives in London, where he is joining me from today. Sergey Urban will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Sergey Urban was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. So if you would like to watch the conversation between myself and the creator of the Dad Lab, please subscribe to my YouTube channel. The link for that is in the description of today's podcast episode as well. Tomorrow on the show, former first-round pick of the 1993 NFL Draft, Drew Bledsoe, will be joining me. He was the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots for many years until his backup, a guy by the name of Tom Brady, took the controls of the team. Drew is now a big name in the wine industry. He owns his own winery. Don't miss out on that one. And yesterday, episode 324, Andrew East was here with me, and the feedback has been tremendous from that episode. Uh, So if you missed out on that one, please flip it back one and take a listen. Andrew and his wife, Olympic gold medalist Sean Johnson, are vlogging about their parenting journey. Uh, It was so much fun to have him on the show, so please go back and check it out. And also, as always, please help me spread the word about this podcast to every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list. Let them know about the show. That's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Fatherhood rocks, family values rule, and every day is Father's Day. Right here with me, and I'm going to be right back with the Dad Lab creator, Sergey Urban. I'm Alec Lace, and you're listening to First Class Fatherhood. All right, dads, the summer will be here before you know it. Are you serious about turning your dad bod into a beach bod? Well, former Navy SEAL and professional MMA fighter Mitch Aguiar has designed the products to help you smash your goal. Smashing Greens are an extremely nutrient-dense blend of organic superfoods with no fillers. They are designed to be taken as a daily supplement or as a complete meal replacement. All ingredients were chosen to specifically curb your hunger, maximize your energy, clear your skin, and burn fat. Visit MassiveSupplements.com or hit the link in the show notes and check out all available products, including plant-based multivitamins, Smashing Beans Organic Coffee, Protein Shakes, Power Creatine, and more. Smash your greens. Visit MassiveSupplements.com. That's M-A-S-F Supplements.com. Joining me now, First Class Father, Sergey Urban. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Yeah, hi. All right, let's start right here. How many kids do you have and how old are they? I have two kids, uh, two boys, more than the same day, two years apart, and they're now five and seven and soon to be six and eight. Wow, very cool. Did you do any kind of uh, experiment to find out what you were having, like a gender reveal, or did you wait till the, the end to find out what they were? Uh, 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 when, I, when we were expecting the first child, uh, we definitely uh, wanted to know who it's going to be, you know, to prepare ourselves. 
But for the second child, we were just waiting and it was a surprise right there when we saw the child for the first time. Very cool. All right, Sergey, if you could, please just take a minute here to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Uh, yeah, so my name is Sergey Urban, and uh, I guess I'm popular on internet uh, under my username is that lab. Uh, so I started about four and a half years ago. Uh, started sharing different activities, science experiments, some art projects uh, that I do with my kids. Uh, so I post them on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, uh, and uh, now it's my full-time job, basically. I, I just do that, and uh, quite a few videos went viral on Facebook. Uh, I'm on the time when, when, when my first video went viral. Uh, within the first week, I got my first 100,000 subscribers. And since then, it's just kind of uh, too covered. Now I spend a lot of time basically chatting to my online community who are inspired by all the activities that I do with my kids, but at the same time inspired me to keep on going. Yeah, it's incredible what you've done here, and I love watching the videos. It's, it's awesome, too, because it's helping a lot of uh, parents, a lot of dads connect with their kids uh, in ways that don't include technology and stuff like that. So it's pretty cool to see that. And, and so about how old were you then, uh, Sergey, when you first became a dad, and how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? Uh, yeah, to know how old I was, I have to do some kind of calculation there. Uh, <laughs> so I, I, was, I, was, I was 30. Uh, and the thing is, I, I wasn't, it didn't actually change, uh, my perception about fatherhood. And I guess one of the reasons was because I had a sister and the age difference between me and my sister is 15 years. So I kind of knew what this far as, uh, fatherhood or taking care of kids would involve. Uh, so I wasn't kind of scared, but the thing is I was at the time I was working from home. Uh, already some doing some web developing some projects and when the, my first kid came along i was basically was just not doing any of the work that i supposed to do i was basically spending time with the kids and and i realized that actually uh, when i going out uh, if that happens i prefer to talk to moms about all the kids related stuff rather than to dads talking about football so i was go i was so involved in this fatherhood journey that I uh, ended up just uh, setting up the dad lab. Yeah, what, what was the origin of the dad lab? What, what was the original uh, spark that gave you the idea to start doing that? And, like, what was the very first uh, experiment you remember doing with the kids? I mean, I mean the thing is, uh, I'm actually quite lazy par parent. Even so, you see uh, hundreds of different science experiments we have done so far. I'm quite lazy. So what it means is I wouldn't... Uh, make my kids to learn numbers and letters. I, I worked the other way around. So basically, uh, one of my son comes to me and saying, okay, I, I kind of love numbers to give me some kind of exercises. So I'm trying to find something for the kid to be uh, exploring. Because the thing is, you know, if you're a parent, you know that if you're not giving something uh, for kids to do, they're gonna find the other way to entertain themselves. And it could be not a really good way of doing that. So they could make a big of mess or just kind of uh, put a nail on, on your know, kitchen or something. Uh, but what I'm saying is it, it's better to control the thing. That's why I was always excited to bring some uh, cool uh, ideas for them to do. Yeah. And, and how about as far as uh, have you ever had any of the experiments go wrong on you? Any, any of the experiments go not the way you planned and then, uh, you know, you had to stop the film or you couldn't post them or anything like that? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, the thing is, 
uh, one of the problems that I faced in the early stages, and now I'm trying to teach other parents not to do the same mistake, is when you come up with activities that you think is fun. So you prepare all the all the stuff and put it you know in front of the child, and child would start doing the activity, but in their own way. And I, I would I, I would uh, a while ago I would be a bit angry because thinking that okay why he's doing it his way not the way I prepare it to be done uh, and I then realized that it's 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 a wrong way of doing things because at the end of the day uh, there is no way any experiment can go wrong because if they doing something kind of wrong uh, not the way they're supposed to to achieve any results they're not going to achieve that result and that's going to be a lesson too so there is no no way no way to uh, for experiment to go wrong, and so what I'm doing now I just gonna set, setting up the activity or uh, experiment or something, and sometimes I ask them a question. So what do you think gonna happen? So that kind of directs them already to something. Uh, but if they want to explore uh, the same kind of setup in a different way, I I allow them to because it's what I want to to teach them that it's all about you know being curious about the world and just try things and just figure out how it works. Yeah, very well said. What, what type of resources do you use, Sergey, to like kind of find these experiments? You just searching online, you have a go-to source that you use to find new ones? Yeah, I mean, the thing is, uh, usually my kids are the inspiration of all the activities. I mean, uh, when I'm talking about like genuine activities that I do, it's usually something that uh, doesn't involve any any uh, special equipment or special materials. It's all the stuff that you can take from from your kitchen, from your home. Something simple, and it's the way I like it. So no preparation needed. You just open the kitchen cupboard, get a couple of things. When the kids are asking you to do some kind of activity, you just take them out, put it in front of them, and then they start doing it. So sometimes I usually do research after I do the activity because. When I'm posting something online, I want to explain uh, all the science behind it all. And I'm not a scientist or a teacher. Uh, that's why sometimes I don't really know stuff. And sometimes it could be a really simple, cool uh, experiment. But the explanation could be so complicated. That's why I'm always trying to find the easier, easier way to explain the uh, science behind it all to all parents. And that they can pass it on to their kids, too. Yeah, do, do you ever get uh, like uh, scientists, or not scientists, maybe, but teachers reaching out to you to ask you to come into the schools and, and do certain science experiments with the kids? Is that anything that's uh, ever happened before? I mean, the thing is, yeah, people do write to me that. I mean, the thing is, so I have currently have over uh, 4.5 uh, followers across all social media platforms. It's Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, my, my main platforms. And sometimes... Uh, Parents uh, do reach out to me asking to come over, uh, but unfortunately, it's not something that I can um, do. Uh, however, sometimes I go to a bigger events. Uh, so once I went to Dubai when I was uh, doing some workshops at uh, one of the schools in Dubai, and then some in some conference there. So I'm just uh, doing something on a different scale. But the thing is. Uh, uh, something that not, not a lot of people realize is that, again, I started just four and a half years ago. Uh, I'm just that uh, who is doing some stuff with the kids. And I feel this stuff. Um, sometimes I post it online, but I'm still kind of the same that, even so I have so many millions of followers. I don't really have experience uh, into going to school, you know, public speaking thing. 
because you know it's something that it's some skill that you have to learn and i remember uh, when, uh, uh, some time ago I, I got email from uh, america and the lady was saying okay uh, you can actually sergey you're so great i love your instagram page uh you can definitely write a book i'm now thinking me book I mean, how? I mean, it's not something that I ever thought I'm going to do in my life. So I n- never even replied to this email. So it took uh, it took this lady about uh, six months to convince me to write a book. And I did. And now I'm all, so here I am talking uh, talking to you and I'm author of bestseller book with like 40 or 50 activities you can do with your kids. Simple stuff. But again, this uh popularity, if you can say, or this number of followers or uh, this community that I found online helps me to grow too. So again, becoming an author and potentially doing more live shows, appearances later on in my life too. Yeah, I think the sky is the limit for you here, Sergey. And reining it back into you as a dad here, what type of disciplinarian are you as a father? And is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with? Nothing beats an American flag made in the USA, right? Well, how about an American flag made in the USA by veterans out of duty-worn fatigues from all branches of the military? That is exactly what you get with combat flags. Combat flags are handcrafted from duty-worn fatigues and offer a tangible piece of freedom to the American people. Each flag is accompanied by a professionally designed and printed card that tells the story of service of a soldier, marine, airman, sailor, or coastie who wore the fatigues used to make the flag. They are the real deal, Dad, so what are you waiting for? Visit CombatFlags.com and use the promo code FATHER, and First Class Fatherhood listeners will save 10% off their purchase. Veteran-owned, American-made. CombatFlags.com, promo code FATHER. What type of disciplinarian are you as a father? And is it different than the discipline style that you grew up with? Uh, yeah, it's such a difficult one. Uh, I, I guess I grew up in a bit strange family. So whatever I was telling what kind of rules we have in our family to my friends, they wouldn't understand it. Uh, and it's basically I didn't kind of play a lot when I was a child. Um, because one of the reasons was because my dad uh, got... A piece of land and he decided to build a house so all the time that i have after school all the weekends or holidays uh, we were spending as a whole family just basically physically building a house uh so yeah didn't have a lot of time to play play around with my kids with my kids i'm actually taking you know all the experience that i have in in my life uh and trying to make the life easier and better in any possible way obviously and if i decide to build a house I'm not going to force them to do that. So we're going to do it either together if they wanted to, or I just do it by myself. But, you know, sometimes you have to, you know, when you're doing these big decisions, you have to ask your kids, even if they're quite young. <laughs> and how about as far as sports go, though? Are the kids involved in any uh, uh, sports at all? Uh, I mean, the thing is, uh, we start, I mean, one of the easiest sports to start was uh, swimming. And uh, my older one was swimming since he was five months old. And my younger one, younger one was swimming since he was five weeks old. Uh, so we went to special kind of classes with like warm swimming pool and we were swim, swimming for, for years. And then when my older one was about like six, he said, okay, I don't want to do swimming anymore. I don't know why, but he was just basically just got enough. 
So I was just kind of pushing him for like a couple of weeks, but then I, then we stopped. But I always encourage them to do some kind of some kind of sport. And what we're doing now, both of them are doing some martial arts. So once a week we're going and just getting all the different color belts and stuff, you know, just sparring that kind of stuff. And you know, it's 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 some something that um, I I couldn't teach them, you know, because you know, swimming you can just go to I don't know somewhere to the river to the sea and just swim and basically teach them and martial arts is like a completely different thing it's not something they have experience with so i'm quite excited for them to get there and being ex- again excited to grow in those belt color uh stages <laughs> yeah that's very cool sergey and how about as far as like what, what kind of advice do you have a recommendation for the dad out there that would like to uh he's not very hands-on with these type of experiments but would like to do it is there a good starting spot like you have a in the book are there certain levels of difficulty of these things to do like what's a, a beginner experiment that you would recommend for a dad that like to try something now yeah i mean the thing is again uh, as i said I'm, I'm lazy i don't have i don't like the uh complicated setup or complicated explanation everything so yeah my book is is the best way to go if you want to do something even if uh, a dad or even if your grandmother uh, and you don't know anything about science, and you don't have any spe- spe- special materials, and you, you are afraid to try something new. You just get a book, or again, just open my Instagram page, or Facebook page, or YouTube. Uh, uh, just grab the materials and just do it together. And it's it's very simple. And and what I'm trying to say to parents who are afraid to trying something like this, uh, don't be afraid because there, again, there is no way you can do it wrong. Even if it's, uh, it's going to go not the way you expect, you're still going to uh, learn from that. And it's a powerful lesson for kids as well. So uh, even when you're kind of failing in a way, you're not failing, you're actually learning from this mistake. But at the same time, when a kids uh, want to do some kind of crazy science experiment that looks like, you know, a lot of colors going different ways, you know, gas and whatever, bubbles, something, and kids going to ask you, oh, what is that? why that is happening? It's okay to say, I don't know, but we have to kind of follow definitely after that with, okay, let's just find out what exactly is happening. Maybe just Google it. Or if you have a book, it's easy. You just open the explanation side of the experiment and you, you can actually kind of just basically read it because it's actually put in quite simple words. So it's quite easy to understand for everyone. Because one yeah. of the things, I, sometimes I have, uh, you know, scientists who follow me and saying, I know a lot of stuff, but I can't explain it to my kids because, you know, I have all the terms and the kids wouldn't understand that. And I'm uh, I'm helping those people, too, by simpl- simplifying the explanation. Because at the end of the day, I want to teach them to teach kids like complicated terms. I want them to understand the world around us. Yeah, that's awesome, Sergey. And I think is my I know for myself, I'm a, I'm somebody that learns by not just so much by visual, but by hands on. Like I'm a mechanic by trade, so uh, the way that I've always learned everything is by doing it. Like if you show me how to do it, I learn so much better than being either reading it or watching it. And once I'm in the practice of doing it, and I think you do put you have a really good uh, talent for putting things in a simple capsule form for people to really understand what's actually going on. So uh, I'm going to include the link to your book, uh, you know, your YouTube page, the Facebook page, the whole bit in the description of this podcast episode, so that you know all my listeners can go and check out all the fun things that you do. Oh, uh, what's next for you? Do you think here, Sergey? What type of goals or plans do you have here for yourself? for the future i mean the thing is again a lot of things happening basically again uh, that love uh, has brought me a lot of new opportunities i never knew existed or was something that i was dreaming about 
uh, and they're just coming from different sides. So the next step is, so, so far I have a uh, massive online presence. So I'm thinking to go offline. And again, book was one of the offline resources that uh, that is helping me to reach more parents. So I'm thinking to create maybe more products. Uh, it's not, There is no anything specific is happening now, but it's something that I'm planning for the future to definitely to, to do. Yeah, that's awesome. I look forward to seeing that in the future. And last thing I want to hit you with here, Sergey, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for the new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? I mean, the thing is, uh, don't be afraid of kids. I mean, the thing is, uh, a, a lot of people think that, you know, women, they have this natural instinct and they're going to be fine, but dads, we don't know what to do exactly. Uh, but the thing is, I mean, I found myself in this situation when I basically was spending time with my with my wife, just learning about the kids at the same time that she was learning about, about him. And uh, you're just going to go through this journey together. And the thing is, uh, it's quite important to spend the time with the kids because sometimes you're thinking, oh, my wife, she maybe you know, stays at home with the kids while I'm doing, going to work. But actually staying at home with the kids is more difficult than to go to the work because I, I, I've been on the both sides and I'm telling you, it's easier to go to work rather than stay with the kids at home. I mean, again, depends on the age and everything. But I'm saying is uh, just get involved as much as you can. Uh, just do whatever you can, especially on the first stages when your wife just gave birth, just help with everything. I remember just waking up in the middle of the night and uh, trying to feed the baby because, I mean, we had some kind of problems with the, with the food, so I had to kind of give them some formula as well, in addition to what what uh, my wife was giving uh, through breastfeeding. So I was just doing the, the maximum I could. And again, the first uh, few weeks before you get used to the new life, it's quite important to be with your wife. So that would be my advice. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. I got to say, Sergey Urban, you're a first-class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time on First Class Fatherhood. Yeah, thank you for having me. Back to wrap things up here on First Class Fatherhood. I got to give a special thank you once again to Sergey Urban for giving me a few minutes of his time here. It was so cool. Please hit me up on Twitter, guys, or drop me that DM on Instagram. Let me know what you thought about today's episode. I always love to read your feedback. And I highly encourage you to go check out the Dad Lab online. Check him out on Instagram, YouTube. Uh, he has got some awesome, fun science experiments to do with your kids. They're very simple things to do from everything you got around your house. Uh, go check it out. Have some fun with the kids while you're on the lockdown. And lock it in to First Class Fatherhood tomorrow. Former first-round draft pick Drew Bledsoe will be joining me here. He was the New England Patriots starting quarterback for many years, played in the Super Bowl. He's a Super Bowl champion. Uh, he was the guy that had the controls before Tom Brady stepped in and took over. Thursday, radio and TV host Kevin Maddow is here. And then Friday, a fresh frogman. Friday edition of First Class Fatherhood with former Navy SEAL Yost Jansen. That's all I got for you guys today. I'm Alec Lace. Thank you for listening to First Class Fatherhood. And please remember, guys, we are not babysitters. We are fathers, and we're not just fathers. We are first-class fathers.